This is the happy hour. You guys going to happy hour? Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, I'll maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. C is for chunk. <laughs> Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Good afternoon. Happy Tuesday. That's right. It's a Tuesday, and it's the first time you're hearing from us this week on the happy hour. Had yesterday off. Hope you guys had a great 4th of July. Happy and safe one. Are we doing this today? Yeah. Okay. We'll bring it in. Hey, Rico. (laughs) Hello. How's it going? It's going great. How about yourself? (laughs) Just dandy. Fantastic. It was a long weekend. We still have to do it. <laughs> I, I didn't know if it, didn't know if it just carried over to Tuesday. Oh, it's a thing, yeah. Of course so it does. 402-464-5685. Are we the, doing this? Yes. The, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Starter Heyman text line, both those open for you guys. The entire show. Want to hear from you guys all hour long. Got plenty to talk about. It's a big day in college football. Big news. Um, big pack. Big pack. It's no longer the Pac-12. It's no longer the Pac-10. It's the big pack. Big the pack, big, baby. Big Pacific Conference, because it was announced earlier today that the Big 12 is in, quote, deep discussions. Or could you call it Tornado Pack? Because it's like Tornado Valley. That is not Tornado Valley. All those schools, the Big 12, all those schools are in Tornado Valley. Oh, in Big 12, okay. Yeah. All those schools are in Tornado Valley, so it could be the Tornado Pack. Okay, that would work. But you you have Nebraska in Tornado Valley. Tornado Valley. And? You have Iowa State and Big Ten country. That's a good point. That's a very good point. Um, but, no, it was announced earlier that six schools were in talks with the Big 12 to join their conference. Let's see if, without looking at the tweet, if I can remember. Washington, Oregon, Utah, Colorado, Arizona, and Arizona State. Those six teams, which we're going to make fun of the Pac-12 quite a bit today. 100%. Because they are left, if that deal goes through, they are left with... Washington State, Oregon State, Cal, and Stanford. Cougars, Beavers, Bruins. Golden, no, not Bruins. Golden Bears. Golden Bears. And Cardinal. Cardinal. Trees. Just one tree. Not not multiple trees. It's not a forest, just a tree. Cougars, Beavers, <laughs> Bears, and Trees. Oh, my. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> so, the Pac-12 is left with who knows what. Yet, they are looking to renegotiate a media deal. Makes sense to me. So, with four teams, they're in a 30-day period. They started, they opened up a 30-day period today to renegotiate a media deal. All they need is two time slots. That's all they need. Because they're playing each other. They're just going to play a round-robin tournament. It's going to be a a three-week tournament. Yes. Three-week season. I'm in. They're just going to round Their Robin. non-con schedules are just going to be brutal. <laughs> They're going to be so bad. Man. So we will talk about that. Do they play the former Pac-12 members or do they just spite them? They're just like, I don't want to play you anymore. You left. Everybody's going to be a former. Well, not everybody. Colorado um, was included in the possible Big 12, Pac-12 yes. merger. So they're just, you know, headed back home. Um, 
<laughs> just heading back home. Yeah, they missed their trips Point. to Oklahoma State because they're not traveling to Oklahoma or Texas <laughs> that's anymore. The thing, that's the thing. Oklahoma, they're going Texas. to the SEC. Well, so then there was also a report, and this I going to be. So I don't weird. know how true this is. There was also a report that the Pac-12 and the Big 12 were going to merge, Mergers. but the Pac-12 wanted UCF and BYU out of the Big 12. I don't think there are any. They are not in any position no to way. negotiate. No way. Pac-12. If I'm the Big 12, I'm like, what's, no. What's a good analogy for a pack for the Pac-12 right now? I mean, I I got sent the meme of it's like call an ambulance, but not for me, and that's the Big 12. No. But that's such a that's such no. an original one. No. I, I don't know. Send us any memes you got. 402-464-5685. Give us your best analogy for the Pac-12 yes. trying to negotiate a team out of the. Big 12. Just, just negotiate for them, anything for them to join. They need help. They need help everywhere they can go. The, the big, tw- the the Pac-12 is screwed. So I want to. We want. We're, we're going to talk about that quite a bit. They don't want BYU. That doesn't make any sense. Why don't they want BYU? It's a good school. Who who's better, BYU or Washington State? Who would you rather have in the conference, BYU or Washington State? Ooh. That's tough. That is a tough. Or, one. or that is could, surprisingly you could, tough. You could, you could even throw Oregon State in there, and I, I'd give Oregon, Oregon State, State the advantage solely because of baseball. Yeah, Oregon State. Plus, their rivalry with Oregon is fun. Oh, of course. So that's the thing. The, that's uh, the crazy thing about all this. The Civil is War that, that they can't call it anymore. That, that's the crazy thing about all this. Well, so what's going to happen with BYU and Utah? Oh, they're going to be in the Big Twelve. No, the, they can't. But they don't want them. They don't want BYU. Yeah, that's crap. They wanted UCF. Well, that was if the merger happened. Oh, wow. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Seattle Joe, that, that one got a little deep there. <laughs> that got um, deep quick. <laughs> okay, here we go. Don says the pack just needs to get to the Mountain West to move in with them. See, that's that That'd was my thought for the remaining four. Um, they would just look at the Mountain West and be like, hey, what's good? Oh, we got a little bit of breaking news. <gasps> Yay, more. All right, so this is Nebraska-related. Oh no! Uh, good. Oh, good. yay! Good news. Nebraska football obtains a commitment from Omarion Miller, a a four-star wide receiver. This is actually a big one. This is this is a really good one. Um, Omarion Miller is the hundredth best player in the country. Ooh. The fourteenth best wide receiver in the country. Ooh. Uh, was a fish or was originally crystal balled just a couple weeks ago to go to LSU. Has now been f- kind of switched to Nebraska, right? I wonder There's how that. that happened. Yeah, I wonder how that <laughs> happened. Uh, chose Nebraska over offers from once again LSU, Arkansas, Miami, Mississippi State, West Virginia, South Carolina, um, and a couple other ones Louisiana Monroe, Louisiana Tech. Uh, class of 2023 guy. And I believe, I'll, I'll do a little plug here. I believe. That Bach and Nathan are having Brian Munson on at three thirty, so I'm sure he'll probably talk about it. Thank you. As a name texture says, this Omarion Miller on on three is a top fifteen wide receiver and a top eighty top eighty player. Great get. I agree. Ooh, wow. That is a big get. So big get for Nebraska football and um, great get for Nebraska football wide receiver wise, and they get a. Uh, Another wideout added to the room. Oh, come so. on, man. I wanted to talk, make fun of the, the Pac-12. Why oh, you got to commit we now? We are. We are. Why you got to commit now, Omarion? Chase B says Mickey oh, is just a wide receiver magnet. And he is. Mag- he is. Magnate. Wide receiver magnet. Oh, man, the bots are on my Twitter. 
Oh, oh, the bots no. are taking over my personal Twitter. This is not good. Bad. I got I to change my password or something. What happened? You sent in DMs out? No, no. It's just people liking my tweet. This is not good. Um, Yeah, so once again, Huskers have landed their top wide receiver target, Omarion Miller. Uh, he was previously committed to LSU and Mickey Joseph when he was there. Um, but, however, now he is coming to Nebraska. So big-time get for the Huskers as they get four-star top 100 or top 80, depending on who you look at or what site you look at, um, Omarion Miller commits to Nebraska. So we will update you that up on uh, where Nebraska stands in the class, both on On3 and 24-7. We'll do that during the break. However, it is kind of a a little bit of a Monday, Mm -hmm. so we do need to do Pest of the Weekend. So once again, Pest of the Weekend, sponsored by Bats to Rats. 402-464-5685. 402-464-5685. want to hear your guys' pest of the weekend. What annoyed you? What made you pissed off? We'll do to all that um, coming up here in a second. In a Rico, second. mute that site. Every, Every time. single time. I'm sorry. Time. I just need to do I need to No, learn. it's not you. It's learn. me. I have to be better at my job. <laughs> Anyways. It's not you. It's me. Here we go. You're pissed. Why are you the way that you are? I hate so much about the things that you choose to be. Nick and Rico's Pest of the Weekend on Happy Hour, brought to you by Bats to Rats. Insubordinate and churlish. Pest of the Weekend, sponsored by Bats to Rats. Your home should not be a zoo to unwelcomed animals. Call Dane to help get rid of any bat or rodent problem at 402-310-0904 or head online to BatsToRats.com. Once again, Bats to Rats Wildlife Control and Prevention. We want to hear your guys' pests of the weekend. What annoyed you? What pissed you off? 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, and the Sarder Heyman text line. We'll get to back to Husker football discussion. We'll get back to um, Pac-12, Big Pacific, any of that discussion as well. And the Knicks are talking about They're in tampering, tampering with Jalen Brunson. Woo-hoo! So we'll uh, dive into that as well. All right. Rico, do you want to go first? Or you want I me to? can go first. Mine's not that cool. That's uh, fine. My pest of the weekend we can use is a quick one. My pest of the weekend, but also the happiness of the weekend, is the wind. Pest of the weekend <laughs> okay. because we were at the lake and it kept blowing stuff out towards the middle of the lake. So your boy swam out there about five times to get something and swim back. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't realize how out of shape you are until you have to swim a decent distance. So you don't like swimming? Oh no, I love swimming. Okay, I just I'm out of shape. You don't like swimming large dis long. No, distances. I'm just out of shape. Okay, if I was in shape, so you want to get fine. in shape? No, I'm just saying that it sucked that <laughs> you I had to you do that. You don't no, want to get in shape. I want to, but that's not that's not, that has nothing to do with this. <laughs> Stop it! Stop it! Rico, maybe get in shape. <laughs> My pest of the weekend is the wind for blowing things out to the middle <laughs> of the lake, me swim. and I had to swim out there to get them. I didn't have to. Somebody else could have, but I did. And I'm out of shape, and I got back to the shore, and I was like, <laughs> and I had to drink like a whole thing of water, and I felt better. Uh, but also, good. That's pest, good. Of, pest of the weekend is no wind, <laughs> okay. because the wind died down while we were at the lake, and it got really hot. <laughs> and we were just standing outside, and you, you're not moving. You're just sitting in a chair, and you start to sweat. Like, it was humid, and it was just, it was gross. And I'm holding KJ, and he's sweating, and he's, like, moving around because he's hot. And I'm like, it's okay, buddy. We'll go inside in a second. But we're both hot, and we're both sweating, and it was just terrible. So my best of the weekend <laughs> is wind and no wind. 
You just needed a light breeze. Just together. It's all flat circle. You know, it's, it's all, all a circle. I mean, it's all right there. Time is a flat circle. <laughs> okay. Anyway, my best of the weekend um, is just more of a little of annoyance. Um, Thomas and Lincoln says a circle is a shape. That is true. I am. In oh, shape. I, I think that's Joe. We need to switch that back to Joe. Yeah. Who do change? So that? he told me because Vershawn put Thomas and Lincoln in timeout one day. Yeah. And so Joe, as clever as he is, said. I need to change my name to Thomas and Lincoln. <laughs> so anyway, um, so we got to change that back to Joe. My pest of the weekend, people that don't like fireworks. Yeah. And make it, make a make a problem out of it. So like if you don't like fireworks, that's totally fine. I'm not going to bash on you for not liking fireworks. Sometimes it's the boom. Sometimes it's the sound. Sometimes it's the, the light flickering. And I understand that. I don't like the little strobe lights because they make my eyes hurt. <laughs> Oh, my eyes. <laughs> but here's the deal. You don't need to call the cops twice. Whoa. And you don't... Sorry, that's not speaking from experience. Not speaking. So here's the thing. You don't need to make a big deal out of it. Just go inside, hang out, close the curtains so that there's no light. But you can hear it. You can hear it, yes. And you can feel it in your bones. But, and, and, if, and if it was happening on your property, then we're fine. Then I understand why people get mad about it. But part of July 4th is the boom, is the sound, is all the lights. So just embrace it rather than get mad and cause a, a, an eruption of anger. So people that don't like fireworks, that's the weekend. Except for, that, people, that except make, for people that don't yeah. like fireworks for actual reasons. Yeah, for actual reasons, for dumb reasons. They people that it, don't like them for dumb reasons, you're dumb. Yeah, People that I don't agree. like them for dumb. actual reasons... <laughs> I apologize. Dumb. Uh, all right, let's get to a couple years. Thomas and Lincoln, my pest of the weekend is Nick. Thanks. Rubber Duck from LinkedIn. Uh, pretty sure Rico has had multiple love-hate relationships with the wind. It's true. Me and the wind, we get along or we hate each other. That's really all it is. Yeah. Uh, Don gave us the uh, conversation breakdown. Nick, we got breaking news. Rico, yay. Nick, it's about Nebraska. Rico's panicked. Nick, it's good news. Yay again. Rico is all of us when it comes to breaking news for Nebraska. You're welcome, Don. There it is, Don. All right, 402-464-5685, Honda Lincoln Hotline, Starter Hammond Text Line. Once again, if you're just now joining us, Huskers have landed a commitment from 2023 four-star wide receiver out of Louisiana, Omarion Miller. Uh, So Mickey Joseph gets a commit from a former LSU commit uh, here at Nebraska. So it's really good stuff. Uh, A lot of excitement coming down the road. Take that, Brian Kelly. Yeah, Brian Kelly. You loser. I'm surprised we haven't seen any more uh, dancing videos. I I wonder if he was dancing on a platform with Omarion Miller or not. That's a bummer. I wish wish we could see more Brian Kelly dancing videos. More awkward Brian Kelly dances? Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, Another, I mean, there is bigger news coming out tonight. So, Nebraska, more recruiting. Linebacker target Dylan Rogers is set to commit tonight at 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. Is that Eastern or Central? I don't know. So it might be 4 p.m. Central. However, um, we can we can look that up honestly here. But I feel like Nebraska feels like they're in a pretty good chair spot with Dylan Rogers. He's a I believe it'd be Central time because he's from Texas. So I believe it'd be 5 p.m. Central time. Um, but once again, Dylan Rogers, six foot three, 232 pound linebacker from Cypress, Texas. He's another 2023 guy. Um, he, according to 24 seven sports has crystal balls going to Nebraska. So that's a good, uh, good 
uh, signed for the Huskers. Interesting. He is rated a three-star. Once again, this is according to 24-7 Sports, the 706th best player in the country, um, 59th best linebacker in the country as well. Uh, has offers from, obviously, Nebraska, Colorado, Houston, K-State, Missouri, and Texas. Kind of feel like the final six schools that are in on him. And once again, he has a 100% prediction for Nebraska. So that will be a commit tonight at 5 p.m. If Nebraska gets lucky, I think they feel like they're in a pretty good spot with Dylan Rogers. So I would expect some more good news, hopefully tonight, for the Big Red. Decided they missed out on... I don't remember the linebackers. They missed Phil out on Picotti. a linebacker. Yeah, Phil Picotti, who committed to Oklahoma over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but getting Dylan Rogers would uh, would alleviate some of that pain on missing out on Phil Picotti. And and people keep asking on the text line um, if you know they got this receiver, they got Omarion Miller, um, still waiting on a Malachi Coleman decision. Mm-hmm. If Malachi commits, that's five receivers. Are they going to take five receivers in the class? Dusty is asking, um, will Omarion Miller's commitment affect – um, the Lincoln receiver who is the top prospect in the state, Malachi Coleman, will that affect his decision? I don't know. I don't know why you – like. I don't see why it would be a bad thing to take five receivers. I mean, you could yeah. be expecting some type of transition with the receivers. I mean, they have – I don't know how many other receivers or seniors or how many would have to leave, but you would expect some type of – what's the word I'm looking for? Attrition. Attrition, yeah. At the end of the season and maybe the receiver room. Um, you're expecting a lot more attrition than people are foreseeing. So bringing in five receivers, maybe a couple can can uh, make an impact on the team right away. Which, you never know. Which would be kind of interesting that they already know, I mean, obviously before the, the season even begins. Like, think about that. Um, but you have a couple guys like uh, a Sean Hardy, Camonte Grimes that you haven't heard about, Alante Brown that you haven't really heard a whole lot about. I mean, you have heard things about him, haven't seen a lot from him, obviously, right? Uh, then you have the new guys, Trey Palmer, Isaiah Garcia, Castaneda. Unless they're thinking like a Trey Palmer is going to be able to go to the league after this year. Mm-hmm. like So right now Nebraska has 11 guys on scholarship in the wide receiver room. Those, I mean, Led by Omar Manning, Oliver Martin, Marcus Washington are your three seniors. They will have to be move on after this season. Mm-hmm. Trey Palmer, Isaiah Garcia, Castaneda will have one more year following this year. Alante Brown will have two more, and then you go down lower on the list, and you have redshirt freshmen and true freshmen. Uh, Sean Hardy and Kamonte Grimes are the two redshirts, and then Victor Jones Jr., Dakota Crawford, and Janerian Bonner are the true freshmen that can move in. So, like, let's let's plan on this. I mean, you're, you I know mean, for a, sure. There's a way that you lose five. Th- exactly. I mean, so let's say you would expect one guy to transfer out, so let's take one guy, X name, any of them, mm-hmm. whether it's – I'm not even going to put a name no out names. there. But you're going to lose the three in Oliver Martin, Omar Manning, Marcus Washington. If, if Trey Palmer has the season that you're expecting him to have and that we're, we're hearing about, right, then he moves on to the league. That's four. And then if you have one guy transfer out – there's your five that you're replacing with true freshmen out of out of high school recruiting. Now you expect them to use the the transfer portal, right? I of mean, course, obviously, and maybe you, they have. maybe you should so that you have some more experience. Because if Trey Palmer does move on, your oldest guy in this in the in the room will be Isaiah Garcia Castaneda, and he will be the lone senior. And that's if Trey Palmer moves on mm-hmm. to the league. Second lo- second oldest guy then would be Alante Brown, who's been here for been here four he, years, he, at three that years. time. Next next year he would have been here for four years. Yeah. So, like, you sit here and you're like, all right, maybe there's some some excitement 
in bringing five guys in if Malachi Coleman commits. If that's still an if, we're that's still a not big sure one. That. That's a, that's a big one. Like you sit here and you say, all right, yeah, like it's it's big just to get the number one player in the state, but just from a sheer talent standpoint, like it, it's a big deal. That's two top one hundred and fifty receivers. Whether he's from the in state in the state of Nebraska or not, that, that's going to be a big one. Yeah. Um, so it, Gus it's ass. Uh, thought the Huskers were kind of yeah ass. Thought the Huskers wanted Coleman on the D side of the ball. Even if they do, he wants to play wide receiver. He's, and, and, made, he's and kind of made that clear. That part, and that's kind of a, a big reason why I think Nebraska actually has kind of a decent chance at this thing is because there's a lot of schools out there, some of the bigger schools, and, and this is just from conversations that I've had with whether it's Malachi or other guy, other people that know more about the situation, is that a lot of his other offers want him on the defensive side of the ball. They want him on the defensive side of the ball. And so that where that's where one of those things like – not not saying that Malachi Coleman is Luke McCaffrey or trying to compare it, but think back to Luke McCaffrey's recruitment, right? A big reason that he came to Nebraska was that they gave him an opportunity to play quarterback, and they said that they were that Luke was good enough to be a quarterback. Where every other school that was on Luke McCaffrey wanted him to play wide receiver, and Luke didn't want to play wide receiver, and, and we saw it at Louisville, right? Where it was they they wanted to have Luke McCaffrey come in and he was going to be a wide receiver at Louisville and then he's like well crap I'm going to go to Rice instead and play quarterback but now eventually Rice made him a wide receiver, wide receiver. It's, it's taken years and years I mean gosh this would be four years now it's taken, it? Luke, it's taken Luke McCaffrey Luke McCaffrey would be a, a senior this year because he came in one class after he came in that 2019 class so he'd be one class after yeah. Adrian Martinez and so Luke McCaffrey would be a senior this year. Maybe I mean you guys can fact check me on that. I'll I'll know if I'm wrong. But it's taken four years to finally get into his into his brain that maybe wide receiver was the best place for him. But Nebraska got his recruitment or his commitment as a quarterback. As a quarterback because they they believe that he could play quarterback. So it's kind of stuff like that. Um just okay, so Seattle Joe says just a question was was anybody out there projecting this latest four star to commit today or was it just random? This one I did not know about. Um I knew Dylan Rogers was coming in at five PM tonight mm-hmm. and you kinda knew a couple of the of the other ones were playing. Just keep going, because they can hear something. Okay, so perfect. So we're on the stream. We forgot EAS. Um <laughs> anyway. Well. Dang. It's a Tuesday, Rico. I blame you. It, you should blame me. Let's go but break. anyway, let's go to break. 402-464-5685. We'll be right back. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. <laughs> 